0: Welcome back everybody, I'm Matt. Welcome back, I'm Jimmy. We are Two Average Guys.
1: Um, I want to just come back at you kind of wrap up the season.
0: Um, Sorry we weren't here last week, I was sick.
1: Yeah, Jimmy was sick. Um, taking a while to get to the show this week. Uh, my son's been sick for a couple of days. so um, But we're glad to be back. We're glad to uh, bring you one more show during the actual football season. Uh, if you will, we'll uh, we'll definitely get a um, a pick pick'em out there. So if you guys want to join us for the pick'em, yeah. um you know we'll definitely yeah, cool. be we'll be around for that too. Probably get a couple shows in here and there. Um, I know in February we have our Celebrity Sports Banquet for the Nebraska Greats Foundation Check again this year. Um, so hopefully to get some good interviews there, um, potential uh, Osborne, Scott Frost, Irving Fryer, those guys. Um, so it could be even better than last year, which I thought last year was pretty sweet. So
0: Exceed well, um, exceeded
1: my expectations. Exceed, yes, it did. Um, and we didn't really know what to expect when we got there. So it wasn't really hard to do, but it was pretty awesome. So this next year should be cool. Get your tickets if you guys are interested in coming. Um, should be a lot of really good Huskers there. We'll add some more signatures to the helmet here. Um, other than just Brandon Kenny on there, so. But I just
0: like Brandon. It does.
1: It does look good on there, and he did give us talent to too. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So we'll talk a little bit about Husker football here. Um. Talk a little bit about the recruiting. What's kind of going on lately? Yeah. Uh, I'm not too deep into that discussion here, but I know we've seen some stuff and kind of what's going on with the recruiting, um, and the loss of some of a recruit specifically, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the college football playoff too, which we got the SEC game on about to start here in a second. Uh, we had the Pac twelve last night, the big ten today so far. So the we'll big get big twelve. Or okay. big twelve, yeah. So we'll get all that, big tens tonight.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So yeah, uh and ACC's tonight. So uh let's go kick it off. So we played Iowa last Friday. Um again, not the outcome uh
0: anybody wanted. Um <laughs> It was pretty much the mere a mirror image of last year. Mm-hmm. We were down, we came back, um, either had a chance late or at least well, not we to have it to go to overtime. We got them into a long third, third down, down and, and they so, converted, just yeah, like they, they did last year. It. And actually last year was a fourth down, but That's right. Um Yeah. It sucks. I mean, obviously that's five years in a row. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's
1: not it's not fun. Um and I definitely think again, I was Iowa really the better team? I don't I mean I, Iowa did look Iowa looked terrible, and so did we. I think we both it right,
0: record-wise, it. Record wise yes. Obviously. And and they won the game uh, so yes, but you know, they their offense wasn't great this year. They were finding a way to, to beat teams low scoring or you know, or lose low scoring games. Yep. But um, No, I thought Nebraska played a little better than I expected. Um, at least keeping it close. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a game we could win. I, mean, I really thought
1: after the performance we had against Wisconsin um, oh, put we up over five, if we could have put up over 500 yards of offense, we could have played offensively like we did against Wisconsin without the turnovers. I think we well, would have won. But guess what happened, just like did against Wisconsin, is we score and then we give a special team's kick return. Same thing happened against Wisconsin when we started to gain some momentum and then our special teams, we had no contain on the right side. And the two guys that were there pinched so hard to the left, the guy had a wide open shot. Right. And,
0: and I don't know if... You know, they need to rally some of the more, some more coaches to step in and take over more responsibility on special teams.
1: It shouldn't you know, be that it hard. Shouldn't, it shouldn't <laughs> be. <I> mean, <laughs> it shouldn't. Don't bring the ball well, in the end zone. I'll one thing it is,
0: in. they need a kicker that can kick the ball deep enough to not let them return. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, you know Adi Knolik or whatever his name was, uh, you know, Maher.
1: As long as that guy can kick it out of Guys the end zone. that
0: can just kick it out. Yeah. We need guys like that and hey, we got the the Juco
1: kicker from Iowa Western. Yeah. And he's ready. He said something on social media like, Hey, uh, maybe next year I'll be blowing the kids to the Iowa sideline. Yeah, uh, that, that was pretty cool. funny. So um yeah, I mean that that's part of it, but either way, I mean you Obviously, gotta be able to contain the
0: kicking game was a bad all all year, but better the last couple uh, games. Yeah, for sure. Um what's his name came in and definitely could make show goals. and that was a, yeah. a big change, Matt Waldock. Yeah, dude, that was cool. Um
1: yeah, but, so I, I think um, if he sticks around next year and he's able to play, I know we had the uh, Harris Martin, Harrison Martin, at least there was uh, who came in. He was a walk on. Um, I think they picked him up late in the way late in the season too. If we can get those two guys or even one of those two, I think we'll be in better shape next year in well, the kitchen.
0: and you know, Wandale was on a he was on a play count, a pitch count, if you will, play count. Yep. You know, if he was a hundred percent, you know how different does that game play out? Yep. Um, I did have Kurt, my buddy Kurt. You know, he's an Iowa fan, but. He texted me like after he texted me after the game like, hey thanks. Why uh, why wouldn't you guys play McCaffrey the whole game? Mm-hmm. Like thanks if you would have yeah. like we probably would have lost. Or yeah. have lost, You know I don't get it. And, um, and the
1: the reasoning afterwards is they had a set number of plays or set plays for both Bedro and
0: McCaffrey in the game. I'm, I'm not really sure what they were doing bringing Bedro in. I mean I like the kid. Uh, you know he did some good things at different times throughout the year, but. I mean, it just seemed between Martinez and McCaffrey, they, you know, they're wanting to. Well, and they, know they can get the job done. And you're fighting for a bowl game, so right. why, why mess and with them like that? Maybe they were thinking, you know, I was not going to prepare for Vedro. so if we throw them in there, they're not, you know, we're going to kind of exactly. mess things up. Maybe, but all in all, you've got to go with your best, your best players. Yeah, you got to have McCaffrey on the field. Yeah, we,
1: did, we didn't execute well.
0: I, I, the biggest problem in that game to
1: me, the Iowa game, is it's been tackled.
0: I mean, that was again, the story of the year. Again, I mean,
1: it was, it, if anyone watched the Cowboys, which I'm a Cowboys fan, if anyone watched that game on Thursday night, I kept telling Jimmy, this looks like Nebraska's defense. They couldn't tackle the damn guys. And trying to arm tackles, running by the guy with the ball instead of locking up with him, they'd run right by him. guy would make a, a quick little move. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we couldn't tackle against Iowa. It killed I them. don't
0: get it. Uh, obviously, some of those guys got some of those defenders, so seniors got some senior bowl invites, um, which is good. You know, yeah. the 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 Davis brothers, the Davis and, brothers um, and Jackson. Jackson and Darren Daniels I think got Daniels hit. has a pro bowl so invite or a pro a, uh NFLPA yeah, whatever invite. Yeah. So that's good. Well so, so I mean, even I,
1: in that game we didn't get any push by our defensive line. And I don't know, zero you, pressure
0: I don't, you probably saw what Carricker posted, he said, Here's what I think our biggest thing for next season on defense is getting the freaking pass rush. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean yep. we we had what we've talked about as I thought pretty decent secondary. Yeah. Um they like to kind of torch him in the, in the media, but it's because those guys are on islands all the time. Uh, they didn't get tested a lot during the year. Boodle,
1: Jackson, I mean, those guys weren't called a lot. Jackson was one of the best defenders in the Big Ten this year, one of the best corners. There's right. a reason why he's going to be a top talent in the NFL, a top pick in the first – not
0: top pick, Maybe. but he's going to be a first-round pick. You think he will be? I think he will be. I think he
1: has what it takes.
0: Um, but, you know, just with how Nebraska's record was during his career at Nebraska – that might hurt him a little bit. I could see him maybe being a second rounder. I don't think it's gonna matter. I think what scouts are gonna see is his size and his ability. And potential.
1: Um, his potential. because they can Yeah. They can make him into whatever they want to in the NFL. So I think he's someone you saw him get benched last year, come back off the bench and have well, a spectacular rest of the and year. I he was
0: a kid that came in thinking he was gonna be three and out, you know, go three and yeah. three and out, three three years into the yep. NFL and obviously with the coaching change and a lot of different <laughs> three different defensive coordinators yeah. you know that makes a difference
1: but yeah but i think he's the first router um Zom, good point here so Zom mentioned defense played extremely well in the second half it, it really was it the really difference did. between I mean, first half and second half was tremendous with our defense the yeah. first half i should have pointed out
0: first half we were we were garbage but their offense isn't that good so it could have been worse than what it, it was definitely could have been and yeah i mean maybe they stepped up a little bit and we made know, some we, we did, we did make adjustments which is not something that we've done consistently yeah. throughout the year, so that was nice. But, but we'll the problem of that game was offensive adjustments. We were still running the swing pass. The freaking swing pass! <laughs> I
1: think everyone's sick of seeing that.
0: My dad, <laughs> my dad said today. He said, uh, "Can I just give away my 401k for you guys to never throw a swing pass again?" I said, "Or you could bet your 401k on the next play being a swing pass and you'll double." You
1: probably double, yeah. No, so. that's true. Um, yeah, so I think everyone's kind of sick of seeing that swing pass and. Mm-hmm. It works for some teams, but we got to have guys that can block. And last year it worked for us every once in a while because we had um, – well, And
0: we have guys that can block. It's just – when year, you're throwing the ball behind guys – Last year actors. we had Mike
1: Williams, Stanley Morgan, and Kurt, and Cade uh, uh, Warner. Cade Warner was
0: hurt most of the year. He came in a little bit towards the end. And, Mike um,
1: Williams was almost invisible throughout the year. So he just – I mean, he's a senior, and he just – I don't know. I was kind of shocked about that. I just didn't – expect him to not play much this year so something was going on there Woodyard was hurt the entire year um he came into a couple games but right. those are guys that I expect Cade Warner and Woodyard to get a lot of playing time next year and they got JD and we got some well, some young guys coming I out hope Okay, got
0: JD. I've heard some talk? Well, there's been a lot of rumors people, talk. people saying that he could grad transfer somewhere else. No,
1: a, a guy from Minnesota started a rumor that he was going down to the transfer portal and go to go to Minnesota. Um
0: there was another
1: rumor, another person said that he's not leaving because he didn't he's not gonna graduate uh, in December. Okay. So he'll be or he's not gonna graduate in whatever. He's not gonna graduate in time to to be able to transfer. So um I don't know. That's a bunch of rumors. J D hasn't come out and said anything.
0: J.D. Yeah, doesn't say anything anyway. Yeah,
1: I mean I just don't see if he leaves he leaves. But um, we still have to have a quarterback that can give him the ball. We didn't do right. that well
0: this year. So No, that would be kinda of sad if he did, because, you know, he's he could, he's already going down as one of the greats. He could mm-hmm. go down as the best, you he know. Goes, he could pass his boy Stanley He's yeah. like, the best ever. But, yeah, we'll see. I really hope he sticks around because we're definitely going to need some talent at the wide receiver position next year. Oh, especially yeah. with that schedule like we were just talking
1: about. Oh, yeah. Our, our schedule's were up next year. Well, especially since three of the teams we played at the beginning of
0: the season are actually playing today. Um, You're talking about uh, Central Michigan. I'm not sure if they won or lost. They were losing late yeah, can't uh, see that. in the MAC championship. Yep. Um, Cincinnati's playing now. I just when I went upstairs before we started, they were winning um, against Memphis. As early just started. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, South Dakota State was winning in yeah. their FCS playoff game. Yeah. So and those won. are our three non-cons next year. And then we got a tough five games at the end. And of we start with man. Purdue, then we play those three teams. I mean, we play those three teams at home. But then um, after Rutgers, we play at Ohio State, Penn State at home at Wisconsin, at Iowa, Minnesota at home. Yeah. We well, had some rough games. So. I mean, those are five of the best teams in the Big Ten this year. Yeah, so we got to see some improvements. Zom's um, got a question here.
1: Mills really became a good back this year he when, did. Uh, as the year went on. Started off I'm kinda boy, rough. He
0: got recognition from Big Ten. Well,
1: and as our offensive line got better, he got better too. Well,
0: and we return the whole offensive line next year. Now, that being said, that's great because they have – experience, X number of experience. I said something to my, dad, to my dad today about that, and he's like, great. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you're not replacing anybody. You're yeah. just throwing a bunch of guys together and yeah. hoping that things – not throwing Cam Jurgens in there that's never played center and he's got to play the whole season. Now, you know, the snaps were better down the stretch. Yeah. They were still one or two a game here and there. But you're going to have a, guys that have played together, oh, yeah. or guys that are no, like probably super close. They're all probably buddies. I think that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, and he, he mentioned,
0: you know, Mills a little underappreciated. I, I can't disagree with you, or I can't agree with you more than that. Um, yeah, you look at that Wisconsin game, you know, they quit giving him the ball. I'm not really sure why, but yeah. they had a great game. Yeah, I don't know
1: what, and I thought a he was kind of limited Iowa. against Iowa, too. He didn't play nearly as many snaps as I thought.
0: Uh, I don't know, We got banged up because we saw some light. And, and that could be, too. They're really quiet about players being hurt, so yeah. well, that they, definitely could be a thing.
1: Missouri did fine when he came in. I was excited to see him come in. Yeah. Um, you know, But definitely, I think he was underappreciated throughout the year. And I think once we started to use him, people
0: started to see him. Kind of like in a Zigbo, like, why have we been playing him all the time? And Well, and he could be like a Zigbo next year. Yeah. I certainly would hope. Yeah. Be, that'd be good. We, I mean, we need it. I mean, last year the offense flowed because we were able to move the ball with a Zigbo. Yep.
1: Pruity uh, asked about QB position going into next year. I think we got a big it's, battle coming.
0: It's the competition. going I mean, it, it has to be. And I think even Vedral's in that competition. I don't think
1: you can throw him out of that sure. competition. Sure. Um, Where he came in, he had, he had sparks of good plays and uh, good offensive uh, uh, sense of mind when he was on the field. So I can't think. I don't think you throw
0: him out of that. Um, out of that discussion at all. Well, and I mean, Adrian was was Frost boy, and you know, yep. at this point, he may need to take a step back and say, I need to. Get rid of that thought process. He still is our quarterback. Yeah. But if there's somebody better, he needs to play. Especially this year, I understand, did not want to burn McCaffrey, McCaffrey's redshirt. 100% agree with it. But now, fair okay. game.
1: Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, asked, uh, just watched the Big 12 championship. OU's head coach was holding his little girl. Will we ever see Scott, Scott Frost's little boy and wife when we start winning? Absolutely. I mean, you don't see it It normally on a a regular season win, Um, but hopefully uh, we see it in the next couple years. We see uh, a championship game or um, maybe a bowl win or whatever it might be where we see him and his little guy on the sideline. And I see it coming. It's just a matter of one. Well, and
0: Matt, you might be seeing Lincoln Riley with his little girl on the Cowboys sideline. I
1: don't know. There's a lot of talk (laughs) about Urban Meyer, too, which I would really start not liking the Cowboys. Um, Um, no, I, I think, you know, we got to start winning. we got to create that culture of winning. Um, what's crazy, and we'll talk here in a little bit, of our recruiting is not really slowing down. Uh, right. We're still getting a lot of good recruits coming in. Maybe not all the four and five stars, and people want to see that more than anything else, but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Rhett mentioned Joe Burrow wanted to come to Nebraska. Add that to the list of atrocities and poor decisions
0: for Nebraska. I want to get away from the Joe Burrow talk. I'm not sure actually, if actually necessarily wanted to. It was he was just asked the question about Nebraska, and he said that they didn't reach out to him. Yeah. And not saying that he didn't want to. That wasn't Frost that didn't reach out to him the no, first was, time. No, it was Riley. It was under Riley. And, you know, maybe it was, we don't think we can get this kid. And maybe that was Riley's thought process. Maybe. You know, I don't think Frost is that way because we're still going after recruits that are committed mm-hmm. to places. Yep. So um, when it was Frost. He had a decision to make. I chose Adrian Martinez. Yep. I'm gonna stick with Adrian Martinez, so I'm not. And
1: Martinez transferred from or he decommitted from Tennessee,
0: right? To, Columbia, to come to Nebraska.
1: So and at that point, Burrow. You know, Burrow, I
0: get it. People were saying, you know, why wouldn't you, you know, have Martinez come in and Burrow so that you could have some? And you know, there's a lot of ifs ands and yeah. buts. Why didn't you say that? Uh, What's-his-name was going to be a starting quarterback last year, so he didn't transfer before the season.
1: But, but also, tell me this. Would Joe, Joe Burrow be in the same spot as Adrian Martinez with the same offensive line? He's got a better offensive line at uh, right. LSU. He's got a better uh, core of offensive players around him at LSU, and, and their defense is good, too. I mean, you have so many different things going on. It's, it's not apples and apples. It's apples and oranges. So you can't really say, if he came to Nebraska – we'd be in this this in championship game right. for the Big Ten today. I understand. Which is why. I understand I, oh, the frustration because I get
0: it. when you miss out on a player, it's like, man, how? But he didn't, oh, why he, didn't,
1: we? He didn't right. even have that great of a year last year. Well, did he play last year? Yeah, he, he played like, LSU last okay. year. Okay. I didn't that out
0: last year. That's or? why this
1: year they were talking about him having kind of a breakout year, and I'm like, or like a really good year this year. I'm like, he didn't do great last year. It wasn't bad, but Adrian Martinez, who the hell would have thought that he would have had a huge step back from last year? Right. The way he did. I mean, he was – yes, everyone was talking about it, the media and fans and everybody about him, Heisman contention. We said 2021 – or 20 – yeah, 2021, uh, we could see him
0: getting the Heisman. When he was a senior? In his third or fourth year, yeah. So next year, 2020. Yeah. So we, we thought he could be in that discussion. If the team was – you know, because obviously Heisman, you've got to be a contender. But the team was that much yeah. better. But after his
1: freshman year, if he came and produced again that way this year – we wouldn't be looking at a non-bowl season. Well, would we be looking at a Big Ten championship? Maybe not, but we'd still be looking at a bowl game. But he took such a big
0: step back, you, no one could have seen that. Well, game. and I'm not saying that this would have made a difference, but with all the preseason hype, if all that had not been there, I mean, was this, would this team have been better? I, yeah. I think so, because yeah. going into that first game against South Alabama, you know, instead of winning by 14, if, yeah. they, if, if they're like, man, we should – like, Martinez was good last year. It's second year under Frost. We should be taking a step forward, but nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Let's prove them wrong. We're yeah. not preseason ranked. Like,
1: come on. So oh. next
0: year, Who knows? I'm glad that we probably won't be preseason ranked. <laughs> no. We shouldn't be. No. Um, so, so we have something yeah. to prove, and I, I think we will. Yeah, so, right, I, I understand because a lot of people have asked that question. I don't
1: think it was an atrocity by Nebraska. It was just... It was a miss, but is it as bad of a miss as everyone says? Who knows? I mean, he may or may not have been as successful in Nebraska. It's a different type of offensive scheme in the SEC than it is in the Big Ten. So, um,
0: it, yay or nay, however people want to feel about it. You think it's an atrocity? That's fine. Um, I, I, I can understand it because they're one of the best teams, if not the best, and he's probably going to win the Heisman.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just—I don't even just—I just don't think about it personally about. They talk about it on the radio,
0: and it drives me nuts. I'm sick of hearing yeah. about it. Yeah, so not not nothing that you read. I understand the question <laughs> and the frustration, but um, that's just too hard to say. They've been talking about it for a long time. It. Yeah.
1: Um, if we went after every every Husker legacy kid, I mean, who knows? Not all of them are going to be great football players. So, um, Zom, yeah, Zom mentioned. You know, how would we know that, that he was going to big a huge step back? Uh, Donnie, there will be no Heisman talk next year. Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. Um, but hopefully,
1: hopefully without that talk, as Jimmy said, we have some less of a bigger standard for ourselves as far as, as what we need to play up to what the media thinks of us and more of we know what we can do on the field. Let's just go and prove ourselves. You know, something
0: I am excited about, not to look too much forward, but, you know, hopefully we, we can write this ship and turn mm-hmm. things around. Um, you know, we play Oklahoma and yeah 2021, 2021 2022 yep um you know those are going to be years that we have you know Martinez or McCaffrey and Wandale and these guys upperclassmen Heinrich that could be really fun. And yeah cuz uh, you know those guys are going to be good they just need to put on some weight <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> looks like a little,
1: little yeah. out there. We'll, we'll have guys like uh, Javin Wright, we'll have Darian yeah. Chase. We'll like who, guys that I mean, people didn't even talk much about the redshirt freshman that maybe got in for a couple snaps where Johnson was going right. to be here still. So we have so much to look forward to, and we saw some sparks of that freshman walk-on, the freshmen and the redshirts when they played. We had a lot to really look into and be like, holy crap, like next year and the year after that, could be at the time when we finally start to turn the ship a little bit.
0: Well, and we need to, we need to get some, you know, we need to get some big guys up front. I know we have big guys up front on both sides, but yep. we need to be better yep. on both sides. I mean, you look at all these teams. The reason that they win is because they have the offense, you know, how many offensive defensive linemen from Alabama go in the first round? I know Alabama's huh? not in the playoffs this year, but you know, cool. that's where it starts. Um. As
1: I mentioned you got to give Martinez the benefit of the doubt. Um, Agreed. No deep threat uh, to stretch defense. That was, I, um, I talked about that this year. Yep, that's who we had. Uh, yeah, we had Dan family last, last year, year as a deep threat. Martinez or um, JD it doesn't have the size to really be a deep threat. He needs to be a short route and run and go. Right. But he's and, not a and, team route guy. And
0: he can go deep, and we threw him, you know, yeah. not deep, but deep enough. Yep. But you're right. We didn't have a deep threat. And I thought I know it was going to be that, and he wasn't. So that yeah, so, was a miss
1: to me. Yeah, so we couldn't stress the defense. Um, and the line was not stellar, to say the least, is what Zan said. They definitely got better. Um
0: yes, So, yeah, I mean, I think we definitely need to give him the benefit of doubt. I think we have a lot to look forward to. And I'm not Hopefully, saying that he's not going to be the quarterback next year. Yeah. He could easily flip the script and go back to the way he was as a freshman. Yep. And then everybody's going to love him again. Yeah. Uh Ross Martinez just wasn't comfortable all year. Uh, no trust in line. He looked is. he looked like he was playing not to get hurt or that he didn't feel um, he wasn't trusting of maybe his offensive line, maybe the wide receiver core that we had. Yep. You know, obviously his safety blanket was to throw to J D and London. And that was really all that, you know, yes we had. So
1: um, Daddy says brighter days are coming. Um, Ross also said schedule the next year is going to be killer. Like we just talked about. Is right it, next year is tough. It is, and we're those other teams well, are going to have turnaround and, and as and well.
0: We, we, we say there's three teams. You know, our three non-cons are playing today. I don't know what type of. You know, they could have seven players on offense, seven players on defense graduating. Yeah. You know, they could have a quarterback graduating and then have nobody. Yep. And LSU with a big stack. Uh, but <laughs> anyway. Um, and Kyle mentioned,
1: you know, Martinez seems to be missing the accuracy of a good QB with poor overthrows. Does the does the door open next year for Luke? Um, would love to see the offense to be a run to not be a run screen and option. So, I mean, I we we talked about it a little bit earlier. You probably missed it, Kyle. I do think Luke. Um, I think the door is open for him to take that number one spot. It's going to be a good competition in the off season. Again, Martinez, he's going to have to go back to his confidence as a freshman coming in without that weight on his shoulder of Heisman talk, this and that, playoff team, uh, being ranked in the season. I think a lot of that got into his head. We talked about that with uh, Brandon Kenny as well, how much the social media weighs you down, if you look at it. Right, because
0: he said he got rid of Twitter.
1: Um, So he said it's amazing how much that gets in your head, and you, you, you try to play for something other than yourself. And I don't think he played for himself and his teammates. I think he was trying to play up to the hype. He's He keeps saying I let down our coach. I think he looks at himself and he wants to be what Scott Frost was.
0: And I think, and I don't know if that's Frost's fault. I think he realizes that Frost is in, you know, especially going four and eight the first year, that he's in a spot where he needs, with this with this fan base, that he needs to win quick, and he wants to do that for him, so that Frost can do it for us, yes, and the state and the fans, yeah. Um, And I think he put a little bit too much on himself. Oh, he does.
1: I think he – the more he looks at it as this is a team game, it's not all me, which a lot of quarterbacks do that. They put all the pressure on themselves. And I think if maybe he takes some of it off himself and says, hey, line, block. Give me a block. Like, let me do my thing. I can't do it without you. Like, help me out here. Like, not in a demeaning way, but I need you. Like, you're my teammate. Let's do this together. Let's win this together. But I need you to get a little bit bigger push. Help me out on this play. Like, those types of things. Um, again, we're not college football players. never were. Um, not coaches by any means. Not enemy. coaches, but, you know, we see these things on the field. And it's not, it's not the one-time thing. It's repetitive stuff. We see it over and over again. You see the screen pass over and over again. One thing that I would love to see, Kyle, you mentioned the run screen option. I think the screen play only works if you have a good offensive line to help you run it because they got to get downfield and block yep. <laughs> And the, screw, the, the swing pass, got to get rid of that unless we have guys that can block on the outside and we're not outnumbered. And we instead of having two guys lock up on one defender, they block their guys. And that's what happened multiple times this year. is We had two guys blocking one defender rather than
0: two guys blocking two defenders. The, the, the way I see the swing pass, because you do see it from some of these other teams, you know, the organs and, and teams like that, they work. You know why they work? No catch. Um, the reason that they work is because they set up a run yep. you know they can run the ball they establish a run they establish all kinds of things so that you can do that mm-hmm. instead of Nebraska just doing it here doing it here it's it's so easy to read or so easy to expect because you see Wandale or JD go one way or the other
1: it's just the consistency of our offense to be
0: able to run a screen pass yep the
1: consistency of the offense to get that run game. And you that have pass to be game. able
0: to win first down every, every time. And, and be a threat on both sides. Be a threat with the run and the pass. And we didn't have that. Right. Um, you can't go swing pass on first down and lose four yards, and then you set yourself back to where you're in third and long. Yeah. Well, I do think,
1: um, I'm guessing, Kyle, you mentioned the, with the option, you mentioned the, like the RPO, I'm guessing run pass option. Uh, where uh, we don't even know what's gonna happen with is Martinez gonna take it is so he hand it off, is he gonna pass it? Yeah. Um, I, I think the I think we do that too much. When we do that it's very predictable when Martinez is gonna take it. No one's in the no one's in the backfield and we got a third and three. We know he's gonna take off and run. Right. We are way too predictable um, in that offense and we that's where we need to not that's where we need to make changes and adjustments is to not be so predictable with our offensive play calling but when you're only doing certain plays you are predictable. I will say we did this against Iowa. We did it against Ohio State a couple other times throughout the year, which I, would, which I loved which I want to see more of it. And we're going to see with Luke, too, I think, is the actual option play.
0: Yeah. It, it worked
1: when we ran it. When we ran it against Ohio State three or four times in a row, then we threw the interception. If we would have kept running that play, they not know how to stop it. The Big Ten does not know how to stop an option. No one. No one calls football uh, except for maybe like even Georgia Tech and those teams, they run on that triple option all the time. But if you're running, running a true option maybe. play,
0: we were successful at that this year. I want to see more of that. It was nice to see run running the option and not. It wasn't Taylor Martinez running the option under both That's and the Taylor thing. He, he was could left. pitch and he can pitch to his right, kind his left. Time it was it ended in a fumble no, or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was, every time they ran, like I'm off of my seat, like oh my god, this is great. You know, we, we like to harp a lot of, on the defense because you know they're not tackling and this and that, but you know, the offense not being able to push the ball and sustain and drives really put a lot of pressure on the defense, and I think in a, especially in the Big Ten games, mm-hmm. they got worn down. Yeah, and it's understandable because. You know, Iowa, Wisconsin, they're grabbing the ball, handing it off, coming right at you. Eight-minute drives, yep. nine-minute drives. And so, you know, it's easy to point fingers at the defense, but when the offense isn't getting the job done, yeah, it's it's just as much their fault in my opinion. So. Absolutely.
1: Um, Ross says, full rebuild, nothing quick about it. it' rather take the time to do it right. Seems like Scott's sacrificing
0: the now for a better future. I think so, too. Um, it did seem like when we talked about it there was players that probably could have played more or probably they maybe could have thrown in, but yep. either they weren't sure if they were ready, didn't know the playbook, maybe they yep. weren't at the weight they want them to be. But in a you know, a guy like Wanda, you have to have him on the field, but guys that probably could have played, I yep. think that they are playing for the future. And I I definitely agree
1: with that. Um, you also saw the guys that were seniors talking about this team's going, like, it's going somewhere. We see it. We see the formula. We see what Frost is doing. It didn't happen last year or this year, but we see where it's going. Lamar Jackson was like, you guys have no idea what the formula he's doing and what he's doing. And so I definitely agree. We are building for the future. We're not building for the now. And, and I mean, that's smart. I do think, now, Frost did say year two is where you're going to see things turn around. But I also thought that his, his process was, you know, we have Martinez who had a great, great year. He's going to come back and have another great year, and without that, that quarterback to kind of lead the team as far as stats and the way he was on the field with his confidence level, I think that hurt us a little it took us back. but next year, the year after that, I mean we should see wheels turn a little bit more. We got more guys that we again, we haven't even touched on guys like um, Jimmy Fritz and um, Ty Robinson and Ben Hart. And he, the guy, these guys are going to be in next year full time. These guys are going to be on the lines. They're going to be pushing up to those, um, pushing into the secondary, and right. these guys pushing into the backfield. And guy, we haven't talked about it. Right.
0: And you know, like I said, all those all those offensive linemen, I believe, are back next year. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. A guy like Benhart could push, the, you know, push a starting role. Um, obviously, Ty Robinson's going to still lead are going to lose most, most of our starters on defensive line.
1: And Ty got some playing time this he year. He did.
0: Yep. Um, and, you know, you got Garrett Nelson out
1: there. Yeah. around. And um, I think more than Garrett's energy should energize anybody
0: else on right. that defense. And I was talking to somebody. I think it was uh, one of my other cousins on my dad's side. But he said, you know, I like that. Uh... Oh, wow. <laughs> that pass just um, got knocked down and he caught it? I think so. Uh, That's incredible. But I, I said something. I was like, "Oh, I really like Garrett Nelson," you know. And he's like, "Well, yeah. I mean, he's flying all over the place, but you know, he's not really, he's not necessarily where where he needs to be." And I'm like, "Well, you know what? When you when you when you're flying around, you, you know, it, it's better than not flying around. Yeah. And eventually, you're gonna figure it out." Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I'd say he's in a good position. So. Yeah, I, I think that
1: uh, Ross mentioned talks a little about the culture and. Um, you know, a lot about culture. I, I work in human resources, and a lot of the cult, talk about culture is it's the way you treat each other, the way the tra- players treat each other, the way the coaches treat the players. That that's what culture is. Is how I want to be treated the way I, that I should be treated, and I'm not going to listen until I know that you hear me. And and that has to be a, a give and take between the coaching staff and the players and the players to the players and the coaches to the coaches. And it is a huge culture shift. So I do see some of that shifting. You can hear it in the way the freshmen and the underclassmen talk. Um, and they, they see this, guys, we're, we're turning the ship. You guys don't see it in the record, but these younger guys are going to make it happen. And right. that type of leadership you need from freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, it's not just your senior leadership. You need that throughout the entire team to really build that strong culture of trust, that strong culture of I believe in the guy next to me, and I believe in the guy 40 yards downfield that I am throw on the pass to. Yeah. You know, that's where we have to get that culture and that belief back to.
0: Well, and I even think Frost kind of touched on it, and I don't think he was necessarily throwing Riley under the bus, but he said, you know, these, these upperclassmen, you know, they have not been in a winning culture. Yeah. They, they have not, you know, they've kind of got in a rut of a certain way things are and i do like the way you know it, i was kind of talking to serge about it today <laughs> you know you see minnesota this year in week or year three under yeah. black you know a lot you know they had like the youngest team they were like all freshmen yeah well now those guys are sophomores or you know maybe they were redshirt freshmen so now they're either redshirt freshmen or sophomores and you yeah, know yeah. they had a 10-2 years they, last week they had, a, on that stupid they, boat. they had a chance to go to the big 10 championship potentially the college football you know a chance at a college football playoff so I'm not saying that that's necessarily where we're going to be next year but it can happen especially when you kind of do a full rebuild yeah. and I think that aside from a lot of these seniors that are now gone a lot of these players are either freshmen or redshirt freshmen or sophomores so absolutely um I have I have high expectations still so, Kyle, this is year three,
1: loss to Purdue, Colorado, aren't excuses, rebuilding. That, this year was year two, Kyle. Um,
0: but you're right. Lot, we shouldn't have lost to Purdue. We shouldn't have lost to Colorado, 100%. Um, I know Indiana had an eight-win season or nine-win season, whatever. I still didn't think that we should have lost to them. No.
1: And I think a lot of that was man, time management, clock management, and the way we the way we ran the offense and executed or didn't execute cost us those games. And, and again, you you put that on not only the guys executing the play, but – Again, when we talk about culture, this is coaches too. It's not just right. players. You got to put it on our play caller, Scott Frost, and the way we called some of those plays down the stretch in some of those games where we could have won the game. So um, I, I, do, I do agree with you, Kyle, that uh, year three is when we're coming. Yeah, you don't have leniency this year, Kyle. I'm
0: with you, buddy. I, I don't want to see losses of the teams like a two-man Purdue. We, we, played, we played Purdue the first game of the season. Yeah. I, I expected a W that first game. I know it's a conference game, and... We lost to Purdue two out of the last three years. Yep. Yeah.
1: If yeah. Not three out of the last three it's years. think two.
0: But, but, Kyle, I couldn't agree with you more. Like the
1: the leniency. Um, I think. I think some of this, like, yeah, we're talking, we're kind of giving them some breathing room, we're giving them kind of excuses here and there, uh-huh. which seems like it's repetitive from last year. And that, again, you got a lot of young kids plus a lot of guys that went through a really crappy culture of we're entitled, we don't have to do this, we don't have to work out, we don't have to show up to practice, and then when we do, we don't have to work hard. I mean, that's not just rumors. Like, that is guys actually saying, we weren't expected to do this. People that are inside the facility saying they weren't expected to be in the weight room, they didn't watch what they were eating. A lot of things were wrong with that program under Riley. He was so relaxed, completely opposite of Bo, which is what their goal was. They didn't want another Bo Coming in and they they picked the complete opposite of where, hey, i don't give a shit, you guys do what you want to do. you don't got to show up. you don't wanna, don't want to show up, don't show up, that's fine, but you know it'd be cool to see you in the weight room
0: no no yeah. this,
1: this is you're, you' you yeah. are playing for an NFL spot at the next level if you want to play college football, this is what you need to do it's it well, it, and
0: wasn't wasn't we have kind of I kind of talked about it you know the seniors they went through three defensive coordinators, you know. That's tough. I mean, you're talking every year you're trying to do something different. I know people are saying, get rid of Shenander, get rid of Shenander. You know, at least let them go through three three or four years under this guy. And then, you know, let all these players that you brought in go through that. If that doesn't work, then, you know, maybe you need to make a change at that point.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you give them a contract for a reason because you think they can get it done in this amount of years. Not in year two they're going to get it done. And with our defense, yeah, we do harp on our defense a lot, but you did see a lot of really good play by our defense throughout the year at times. It wasn't consistent. It wasn't every game, four quarters, that's what we got to get to. But that comes down to part of that expectation set by his predecessor Mike Riley of the workouts, the weight room, the right. training, eating right, all that stuff was not right when Frost came in. To turn that around and turn that expectation around, and again, Ross mentioned culture, that culture and that ex- those expectations by the coaching staff are different than what they were when these guys were freshman sophomores. Well, that has to, that takes time to switch their mindset and really get them in shape. And get them all for, on the same course. page
0: for, you know, four years. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, we're going to have the coaches that we have, if things don't go right, right away, Mm -hmm. we're going to work at it and work at it and work at it again. Whoever had commented, we're not, I'm not trying to make any excuses. Yeah. I'm just trying to say, you know, we've gone through this where something doesn't work and you make a change and you do it, you know, in a short period of time, let it go, let it go for a little bit here. Yeah. See what happens. If a change needs to be made. I mean, we have frost tied up for, I don't even know how many years now, See what happens. Let him do his thing. If a change needs to be made, then he'll make it, yeah. and we'll see what happens then. But don't jump to conclusions after two seasons. Yeah. And I, I do like the, the way Kyle mentioned it. He,
1: he doesn't want to give any leniency to next year. I think some of those so – I like the way yeah, you put that, too. But those, those excuses have to stop after year two because now you have your guys that should be playing majority of the time they are at your guys of yes. at majority of positions. Now you do watch some of the teams that are winning consistently. What do you notice on the offensive, defense side of the ball? These guys play together three, four years. Yeah, they're not. I've, I've been here for two years. I've been here for one year. I've been here. I'm a, I'm a senior. I'm a fifth year senior. These guys mesh together as freshmen and they because they, they came in together
0: through that season. They came in together, or you know, maybe they were a shirt and they kind of helped out in recruiting or yeah. reached, you know, somebody from their, their city or their high school or their area, whatever, um, or even just guys that came on recruiting visits, maybe they showed them around. Yeah. Came so, them.
1: so we got guys that are going to be growing up together in the Scott Frost system that this is going to get better.
0: But we don't have that right now. Next year we'll have a little bit more of it, In year four, we're going to have a lot of it. Well, and, you know, maybe next year at this time, we're saying, hey, something needs to be done different." Yep. Maybe that is the case. And I know, like, (laughs) that schedule is tough, like we've mentioned. So that's going to be definitely interesting to see. Yep. um, But you never know. You might have more
1: coaching changes. You're going to have players leaving and coming and going throughout all these teams that we play. So year to year is going to be so much different. Oklahoma, who knows? They're going to have their
0: sixth Grad transfer in a row as a quarterback. Who knows? Right. I, <laughs> I mean, mean they, they had like a five-star quarterback on the bench because they brought in Hurts. Yeah. So I mean, he redshirted, whatever.
1: And is Lincoln Riley going to be a pro coach? Who knows. So a lot of things can happen, but Max, it's coming. It is. Um, I, I it just, yeah. So. You know, I think Frost didn't realize, like Ross said, as bad. as – He didn't realize it was as bad as it was when he got in there, and he thought he got rid of some of those culture cancers, if you will in um, year two, I think some of them were still around and some of those processes and, and changes. We had some issues in the off offseason. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we don't really need to get into that. But but we um, did, and that, that, that messes with the team. Right. And you Yeah, guys that build relationships with well, each other, and you lose your friends, you lose your guys on your team, and, and that, that happens to a team, and that's
0: all part of that. Especially culture. when, you know, you got a starting running back that was an absolute stud last year. Mm-hmm. And he was great for a couple games. You know, he got dinged up, and then getting in trouble, and then not being a part of the team the rest of the year. Yep. So somebody that, you know, you're really
1: reliant on. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things to look at this year. Um, we saw some good stuff. We saw a lot of – we saw more bad stuff and stuff we want to question than I really wanted to see this year. But I think next year is, you know, Ross says seven, five, eight, and four will be good enough. Will it be good enough? You know, honestly, I don't know if you're asking as a fan base, eight and four – Hopefully
0: it's good enough. Um, eight and four is gonna be tough to get to next year, though. We right. got to see a I lot mean, of things change. Seven and five with that schedule next year might be what needs to happen.
1: But I, I'm gonna stick with my prediction from this year and say next year we are we're eight and four. I said this year I thought we'd see a turnaround for four and eight to eight and four. We saw five and seven. Um, do we have the talent again? It, Frost mentions we don't have the talent, we don't have the talent, we don't have the talent. Is it talent for the offense he wants to run is my guess is what he's saying, but we got talent on the team. We got to use it. And we got we to play to that talent, not play – we're going to still try to run the game on a run, but we don't have the talent there yet. So we're still going to do these plays without the talent, and then I'm going to say we don't have talent. I think it's
0: let, let's do what we can do right instead of saying I don't have talent on the team because there's talent there. Well, and I can only hope that, you know, we've, like we've kind of said, you know, some guys that maybe we could have played or should have played and, and didn't. Going forward, I mean, you're playing the best guys at this point. Yeah. Um, I know you could have easily said that this year, you know, you're playing for the future, but from here on out, that has to be the way it is. Yeah, and I think, I think next year we're going to see a lot of these redshirt
1: freshmen come in next year and get a lot of playing time. We're going to be like, damn, like, this is what we were waiting for. This is what we were waiting for, and we didn't see it because I, I forgot 90% of the recruits that we had is redshirt freshmen because we didn't see them. And so we're going to get to see these guys come in after a full year of in the, in the weight room, eating right, conditioning, and under these coaches, one full year. We have other guys in their second full year, uh, two and a half years under them, some of these guys, and they're going to be coming full swing and I think that's when you see some of that turn. It's
0: like, holy crap, this is what Frost was talking about.
1: That's my hope. <laughs> that my hope. Right. I know, I know he
0: said multiple times, oh, just wait for a year or two. That's when it's going to be. And I know that's what happened at UCF. But uh, going to the Big Ten, going to Nebraska, um, yeah, it might be four. Yeah. Instead of two. Yeah. So. Uh, Ross mentioned, you know, seven to five w- while competing in some of those big games. That's a very, it's- very good point right there. Seven and five, and you know, and not that I want to be seven and five. Who wants to be seven and five? But I just want to be with the a way, team. right, with the way we've been <laughs> we that? the last year, you know, we did play with Wisconsin, played with Iowa. But, yeah. you know, the games against Ohio State and Minnesota, we got blown out. Um, and we were. It, it was, it was we, funny
1: because Ohio State last year we lost by five, and we beat Minnesota
0: last year. <laughs> that is actually. So it's, it's a little funny because um, this year we got it wasn't close. But then you know. Seems like all those close games, other than Northwestern, we lost. Yeah, and it was like right at the end we lost, and just even more made it worse. Yeah, I did. But I think win those games and then compete, whether you win or lose, in those Penn State was at Wisconsin, at yeah. Iowa, Minnesota. You, you know, you just made a really good point. You look at Iowa,
1: Indiana, Purdue, and Colorado. Look at those four games. Look at the way we lost. Those games. Probably, I think it was a total of like 14 points with yeah. all those four games. You flip those those four games around, guess what? We got nine wins on the season. We're nine and three, which is what I thought we could get to. I never would have guessed we would have lost to three of those four teams. Iowa, I would well actually, I actually thought Ron, uh, if Rondell Moore was playing, that Purdue would have had a lot better season. But he was out almost every yeah. game. Yeah, and we lost Purdue without him. So yeah, and so I, and I so I did think we would lose to them. I said we'd
0: beat Purdue next year on the first game, but yeah, I kind of forgot about him. So he wasn't even in the game, so he didn't have an impact. But I do think you look at those games, those four games. You're winning 17 to nothing at Colorado. Yeah. Um, you're winning, in pretty much every single one. Well, not the Iowa. Yeah, not the Iowa game, but. So we came
1: back and we had a chance had to the win. Game
0: and had the yeah, yeah.
1: And so I think you look at those four games and how we lost those games. I think that makes it worse than anything else is the way we lost those games.
0: And that's kind of been the story for the last three or four seasons, pretty much since we started doing our show. Maybe we should quit. No. <laughs> um, all
1: right. So I got that's enough on the brass guy. I do right. think next year, more things coming. Uh, we're about 46 minutes in. Let's talk a little bit about the um, recruiting. So um, Biggest thing I want to just mention on recruiting is we lost one of our recruits, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know. He committed nine days before he decommitted. So uh, he was also the second Juco commit after the one linebacker that we got committed.
0: Um, Fifteen minutes earlier. Yeah,
1: 15 minutes later. Uh, what's his last name? Hodges, is that? Yeah. Uh, he commits, and then nine days later he decommits. And they had just visited him, like, 24 hours earlier. So I think and he, said, he said to someone on Twitter, like, someone said, why would you decommit? He said, ask your Coach. Listen, we're recruiting linebackers. We, we, don't, we you are not deep. see how
0: bad the linebackers were?
1: We are not deep. We do have Honus back. We do have
0: um, – Doman back. Doman back. Sullivan going to be Miller? there. He...
1: Colin Miller is back. Alex Davis is not. Right. Um, but we get Colin Miller back. So, we, have, we don't have a lot of depth, though. So, we got to build that depth. And he's a Juco player. He wants to come in and play right away. If we're recruiting guys like Caden Johnson out of Iowa, the yep. top prospect, at the top linebacker out of Iowa, and he's right now, Crystal Ball is Nebraska – uh, we should hear probably this weekend or early this next week, and then signing early signing days coming up. Um, I
0: think a lot of that is is a linebacker who's redshirting. I'm not even entirely sure on that front. Mm-hmm. I'd have to take a, a deeper look into that. Yep, but he is probably. I'm, I'm guessing he's the guy that wants to go to a school where he's going to play right away. And, and U is probably a school that you can go play right. Yeah, as so they, they I say, dude, where he's gonna go.
1: you got to come in and compete for your job. You just don't get handed anything. He's right. like, all right, fine. <laughs> he just, I'm gone. Yeah. So you know that's fine. He can go do his thing
0: at SMU. Good luck. They're still recruiting linebackers. That's people, probably what happened. They probably said. They probably said he probably said you still recruiting linebackers and they yeah. said yes. That's the position that we really, really need to fill. Yep. And I, I think whether it's JUCO or
1: just depth. And this is this is what happens with the social media era nowadays. People get so caught up in what's reported on recruits, and they get so strung up on guys decommitting and committing and decommitting. Listen, it happens. They just had four guys from FSU decommit. A well, guy, uh, coach at Colorado decommitted from Colorado, so I think he I we're mean, number one on his list. He's coming here. He just had an official visit this last weekend, I believe. Um, so I think people need to get well, less caught up and, in that. And
0: and people getting upset about people committing and then decommitting and recommitting and dec- Do you remember having Juan Neil Robinson? Yeah, yeah. He I I don't know if he had committed to Nebraska. Never did, no. But it, he was it, first of all He was first of all, like, 90% to Nebraska. Then pl- day he went to commit, flipped in 12 it flipped, hours. And, you know, then he changed his mind. And are you upset about that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand people being upset about recruits decommitting or whatever. I, you know, when I see it, I, I definitely don't want to see it, especially nine days after you commit. You, you got 17, 18-year-olds. I mean... I know JUCO kid might be 19, 20, whatever. Yeah. But, you know... Recruiting is is interesting, and how people get super into it. Um, I follow it. I mean, I follow it quite quite a bit. Yeah. But you know, I mean, check out Wisconsin. They got three star offensive linemen that are that are studs. Never counted. And yeah, I think I agree with you. So you know, it's 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 easy to to get upset about recruiting. Yeah. Um, I think Nebraska is like in the mid to Bottom twenties, or maybe low thirties. We'll end up in the top twenty, depending on which site you use. But um, I mean, at this point, I think it's more we just need a few more. If anything down, yeah. um, If anything, we just need some more commits. And yeah. I know, are these ones early signees, or I guess some of them could be. Some of them could be, yeah. Okay, because then there's another. Well, there's two different signing periods, I guess. Yeah. There's plenty of time. But, yeah, I, uh, people
1: just need to kind of hold their horses on it because you, you're going to get guys commit to Nebraska, and if they decommit, guess what? We did, that's fine. They don't want to come here, that's fine. we got guys that do want to come here, do want to play. We have a lot of walk-ons that are committing, and we got a lot of JUCOs that we're making offers to, and some are committing. I think we talked about this with Brandon. When you bring in the JUCOs who have experience, you bring in the walk-ons who... Uh, let's see. You're a great player, but we're not going to offer you a scholarship because we don't know right. if you're going to play or at least start. You create a lot of competition internally with those players. You got the lock-on pushing to the players and yep. different things like that. And then you got guys pushing the JUCO guys, and the JUCO's leading the younger guys and showing them some stuff. So you have a lot of continuity there that I think is healthy for the system and for the team, but you got to just take a step back. I think we'll be, as Ross said, top 15 recruiting. I think from here on out, I think we will. Um, I think tough. Yeah, but we were, what, 18 this What were we this year? Were we top mean, 20, were top 20. We were 18, 19. Was it that we high? finished
0: 20. I can't remember. Either way, off the top of my head. I, I think maybe I think we are top 25, maybe top 30. I'm not even top 25. Either way, I think we'll get there. It's just we have to start winning, though. I mean, at this point, from here on out, I think it is going to be more, because, you know, before it was, you know, we're trying to build something, we're trying to build something, and I know they can still use that card, but I think we need to get some W's (laughs) so that we can, you know, they call down. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll get there.
1: Um, So, let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff right now, so... We had Oregon and Utah last night. If Utah wins, Utah should be in the playoffs. Utah loses
0: to Oregon. Oregon whipped them up by 22 points. Um, that, and, you know, they made it 23-15 at one point, but it was not that close a game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – at one point it was 23-15. Yeah, to Yeah. Yeah, and at that point that was, that was really the only chance where I'm like, maybe I turn the game back on. <laughs> and then I saw Oregon start to run away. With it. I'm like, whatever, I'm not turning it back on. Um, it's, I mean, hard, it's hard for me to watch a full game if I'm not really committed to the game. I don't really care.
0: The, the only thing was I, was I was curious to see, you know, if Utah lost that game, which obviously they did, yep. um, that was going to make today interesting. Yeah. So not that I necessarily wanted them to lose because I don't want two SEC teams to make it, but like you said, you weren't really cheering for Oklahoma to win, so you were kind of wanting Utah to win. I just kind of want chaos at this point when Nebraska's not in there which obviously they haven't been for a while. I just like <laughs> chaos. So I don't want LSU to lose to Georgia in this game, though. Because then you two SEC teams. Correct. Yeah. Because then you'll see more than likely Ohio State play LSU in the one versus four matchup in the semifinal, and that to me is more than likely the fourth
1: yeah. game. Yeah, because then if Georgia if Georgia wins the SEC championship, Oklahoma is the champion of Big 12, you got to look at who beat who, and then you got to look at your losses, which I don't think they really do. Otherwise, Georgia would not be, even in the playoff discussion, because they lost to a 4-8 and eight, um, South Carolina team at home. at home to a third-string quarterback. Um, but that's just the way it is, and they kind of just well, glossed it over as it
0: didn't happen. The, fortunately for them, they kept winning after that, and other teams faltered. Yes. so had a the luck of the draw there. But I, I think
1: LSU is going to hold on to win this game. Um, Oklahoma, we just saw them beat Baylor um, in overtime. You know, what better way to go in a championship game Going go into overtime? Uh, Baylor had a fight back from 10 nothing in it, the first it quarter. Did,
0: it did look like um, Oklahoma might run away with it. Baylor took the lead at half. Yeah. Then it looked like Oklahoma might run away with it again. They had a 10-point lead. Yep. Baylor came back and actually with three minutes left could have scored to win the game yep. potentially or go up by four. Yep. Um, they ended Tell up to kicking a a, no, they kicked the field goal tie. Right. um, and then it went to overtime, and Oklahoma went boom, boom, boom and scored, and yeah. Baylor went sack, sack, yeah, I don't sack, know sack. You're
1: I, I sack, yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: so Oklahoma wins the Big Twelve. Yeah, uh, they are more than likely in. They sh- and. You know they lost to K State. At least K State's ranked. Uh, K State was ranked are 24th they? at the end of the season. Oh, so. Okay. So at least it was a ranked uh, team. But Oklahoma will get in as long as LSU wins, Ohio State wins, Clemson wins. Okay. Oklahoma so should be four.
0: What happens? Uh-oh. You know, if 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 Ohio State and LSU win like they should, what happens this point? Clemson. Clemson
1: loses. I think Clemson's still in. I think they Oklahoma. Prior,
0: wins. Would would they be at four? Probably. You jump Oklahoma that high?
1: Well, they'd be a conference champ. They'd be a conference champ, and you would lose to Virginia in your last game of the season when you should be playing your best football. And they couldn't, they couldn't jump Oregon up that high. Um, no, no, you would have you, you would have Oklahoma, I think, at three, and then you'd have
0: Clemson at four at that point. Um, yeah. I, I think you it's, nothing schedule, and then you lose your conference championship, and you still make it in. That
1: I, I, I think it's so that would be
0: pretty crazy to see. Wow. But there's, I mean, Alabama lost. They are not there waiting in the wings. I uh, like <laughs> no, right. it. Do they get knocked out at twelve? Knocked out the top ten. And everybody else, you know, got lost. Uh, I mean, Baylor lost. So they're not going to be in there. Yep. Baylor lost to you, yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin.
1: I <laughs> mean, somebody Wisconsin said twelve. Like, yeah.
0: Would Florida be sitting in the wings at no. nine, having a chance? And I was like, no. absolutely not. So no, no, I, I, think, I think OU
1: gets in either way. I think either of these one, two, and three—Ohio State, lsu Clemson, in. Any of those teams lose, I think they're still in. I think right, right now, there? I think right now, as long as those three teams um, are still there, Georgia, Georgia has to beat LSU to get in. Georgia beats LSU. The question will be Georgia, Oklahoma. Who do you put in? I still think Oklahoma
0: gets the nod. Wait, if Georgia wins? I do. Oh, if Georgia wins, they're in. They're at the four. i hate it. I don't think they should, though. <laughs> and if they win, they're in. And then they would be uh, LSU would probably be three. Wisconsin would be two. Georgia would be four. Or, uh, LSU would be, be four. But what if, you know, what? <laughs> you can say a lot of what if, what if, what if, you know. Yep. What if Wisconsin's on our Oh! We're gonna lose the game. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I think there are a lot of what ifs, but um, I would like. I think the championship game,
0: ideally, I would like to see LSU and Ohio State. Well,
1: I think they. Oh,
0: yeah, hundred percent. I think those are the two best teams. So talking about Burrow teams. going from Ohio State to LSU, the storyline would be great. Fields going He's from going to win the Heisman. Fields is gonna be right there behind him. Yep. I, I think that's probably the best. Well, and at this point, Hurts is probably gonna to go to the Heisman. You think? Twelve.
1: Uh Chuba Hubbard's probably gonna be there. JK Chase Dobbins Young. might be there. Chase Young might be there. I don't think field, I don't think Hurts uh, has a chance. Okay. To be honest. I, I, not that I wouldn't want him to be there. I just don't think he's had that great of a year. He's throwing a lot of interceptions this year. He been hasn't been Yeah, I don't and it's, it's the big twelve. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I just I don't think I don't even think he's top four right now. Okay. And he's in the top ten, but he's not in top five. Because um, Chuba Hubbard from uh, Oklahoma State Oklahoma State's good, yeah. And then, I mean, J.K. Dobbins J.K. from Ohio State is probably above him. Jonathan Taylor's up there. Yeah. Um, Especially if Jonathan Taylor has a big game today. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jalen Harris had a good game, but, I mean, not like Heisman. I just don't think he's Heisman caliber as far. But, again, you <laughs> as I said, multiple times that Heisman has been forever tainted since Sue didn't win, McCaffrey didn't win, who uh, was uh, the other running back from Stanford,
0: Um uh, Ge- uh Toby Gerhardt. Yeah, Toby Gerhardt. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, don't, I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow. I'm not taking anything away from Justin Fields, but Chase Young is probably the best player in college football.
1: There's never going to be a defensive guy. I, I
0: get know. it, but they're never going to... He, unless, he, he, unless you're like a DV punt returner. Yeah, I just... That's the only way you're yeah, going to win it. If he's only playing defensive then, I just don't... Again, if Sue didn't win it, he shouldn't have a chance. Right. <laughs> And you know, going to stats I, text I, to him. I, oh, my God, Two stats that year. It's easy to say as a Nebraska fan that Sue is better than him, but he's pretty dominant. Well, it's two yeah. different
1: positions, too. Yeah, the end and, and the yeah. end. Yeah, it's totally different.
0: Um, I wouldn't even say he's better
1: than him. I think they are very similar in the way they interrupt the game. Um,
0: and I, I don't do oh, yeah, I mean, chase I think i I think Chase Young is going to be a force in the NFL. He'll be a stud. Please go to the Cowboys. We need you. <laughs> um, go to the Bucs. They need more than defense. If they need more. They need to get their win.
1: Yes. Um, well, that's all we got today, guys. Yep. I don't got anything else. Um, hopefully enjoy your college football Saturday. Um,
0: Championship Saturday. We'll be
1: back here soon. We'll get in touch. Uh, thanks to Brandon Kenny who joined us on the show this year. We love
0: it, Brandon Adam are
1: Adam Carrick, you joined us this year as well on the, on the phone. We appreciate you guys joining in and giving us some love. Um, go Big Red. Um, enjoy your football today. We're Two Average Guys. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.